Well, hello and welcome to the Wednesday Word. I should say welcome back to the Wednesday Word. We, uh, we've had the summer off and we're kicking things back in and um, excited to uh, be back and to have you back. We are coming at you from Las Vegas, Nevada, Desert Spring United Methodist Church. My name is Julie Hart, Director of Connectional Ministries here at Desert Spring. And I have in the studio, not a first timer, uh, she got on board the podcast pretty in the pretty early days, but she's back and I'm very excited. A dear friend, my spiritual mentor, and someone dear to many of you, Phyllis Murray. She has many more things to her title, but um, we are going to start with that. And I'm excited to have uh, you here, Phyllis. Thank um, you. Especially because um, we are starting a short little series, podcast series here that's going to, there's going to be a spinoff in, in um, terms of a workshop that we're going to be a project that we're working on. Um, but we're talking about letters. And of course, we had to kick this off with you because we have had a joke for uh, many de- years. decades now, right? Many that, years, yes. <laughs> uh, we always, when we uh, were thinking about things like, oh, we could do this at camp or this project or this production. And uh, when we think about, should we do this or should we not? What do we say? We're going to get letters. We're going to get letters. So um, we're pretty sure that we do have a file of letters and probably several offices right now. But that has not stopped us. And so um, anyway, that's a fun joke that we've had. Living on the edge is good. Living on the edge is good. And we have the letters to prove that we have we have done that. So um, and again, very excited about this idea of thinking about letters. And actually, this idea came into my mind um Months ago, when my son Louie was here, uh, and he'll be an upcoming episode because he came when we were taking our little summer sabbatical, um, and my son Louie is in the Navy, and when he came home, we just impromptu-like decided to record a podcast, and we brought his letters from boot camp, so that's an episode that will be coming up uh, soon, um, but that caught me thinking like how much I cherish these boot camp letters. He had the ones that I sent him. Um, or that, that he had sent me, I should say, I had those. Um, but got me thinking about all the different types of letters that we have and that we have saved throughout the years and the ones that make it through all the moves and all the, all the phases of our lives uh, we've held on to for, for a reason. So by now you've had many moves. and Yes, I have. I think most people who live in Las Vegas have had at least a few moves. And mm-hmm. I've uh, moved quite a bit in the last decade or so, uh, back and forth from Alabama and North Carolina and Pahrump. And it seems like every time I move, I go through my papers thinking surely I can call them down a little bit more. Um, I do have a box where I keep my special papers. Um, and even those are now getting called as I downsize significantly. But uh, just a few weeks ago, as I was going through, again, boxes of letters and realizing how much I, I love letters. And emails are wonderful. I, I have enjoyed those. But I hearken back to some of the letters I've gotten in my life and how special they've been to me, particularly even when I was a child. How important it was to get an envelope with your name on it in the mailbox that the U.S. Post Office delivered. And so I began thinking about it and writing about it and then came to you and and together we decided that this this has some value because I think all of us have those letters when you start thinking about all the different kinds of letters you get during your life um, and because letters are sort of out of style now they've they've gone on to the uh, I'm sure much to the dismay of the post office but 
Uh, we tend to communicate in a different way now, but I'm not sure that um, we aren't losing a little bit mm. in that change. And it's not hard to go backwards. I, I think what we want to do in the future is to encourage people to take the time to write some letters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I was telling you early on, I remember my mother was quite a sickly child, and I had a great uncle who traveled a lot, and he wrote letters to her. When he would get into a hotel room, he would take what they called typewriting paper, and he would tape the pieces together until it was about 12 feet long. And then he would write a letter, and he'd cut out pictures in magazines Mm -hmm. and out of cards and different things and just glue things to it or tape things to it. And she would get this huge envelope Mm -hmm. with this wonderful long letter. And for the very longest time, we saved one. I had one until... It's been probably 10 years ago, and now it's gone missing. So it didn't make one of the moves, evidently. But when we moved to Alabama, my mom and I, we decided that was something we wanted to do for one of my great nieces. And so we began to do that. And it just revived how much fun that was and and how much she enjoyed getting envelopes. And I've always loved sending postcards to kids because I remember what it was like to get something with your name on it. So um, that kind of reintroduced me to thinking how much I love writing letters. Um, It takes time. It takes intention. But that's part of the love, I think, that you put into it. So I wanted to come today and, and just share with you some maybe bits and pieces of some of the letters, but even just talking about the kinds of letters that we have. Yeah. Well, and I think it is at such an instant time, the communication is perhaps maybe too instant, you know, with the text, we can fire off a text and fire off an email, but to really the act of sitting down and the time it takes once we've written it, a lot happens by the time it gets through the mail, right? right. So it's not this right. instant. And, kind and of. I, I've thought about that later. I'll, I'll share with you a couple of letters I've received and and how it dawns on me that I get it just on the day I needed it. Mm-hmm. And yet they wrote it weeks or days before that. Mm-hmm. And I think, how does that work in God's world, that he has somebody preparing something for me before I even know I need it? And mm-hmm. I just think that's part of his grace and his love and how he does that. And um, and then when I call people, sometimes they'll say, I don't know why I wrote that letter. I just felt like I needed to reach out. And I think... We don't listen to those nudges often enough sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll get to that, or I'll call later, or I'll text mm-hmm. or something. And the letters can just be so important. So I thought I'd share a little bit as we go. But, um, you know, you and I both know, and probably others who are listening, that, you know, when something comes to your attention, you begin to find it everywhere <laughs> you look. It's, you know, it's like <laughs> when you buy a car, you're looking at a car. Everywhere you look, you see that car. Well, everywhere I've looked for the last couple of weeks is things about letters, but I was reading in a, a study book that I have, and this is a, uh, a quote from Soren Kiergaard. And it talks about reading the Bible. And it says, like actors who put themselves into the script of a play, we're going to read the Bible with personal involvement, realizing that it is not a textbook, but a letter from God with your personal address on it. And I think, wow, when we do our Bible study or your community groups or we listen to David's sermons um, or any sermons, to think that when we hear that scripture read, that that is a letter from God with your personal address on it. Mm -hmm. That just makes it so special and timeless. You know, so often people think of of the Bible as something that was written generations ago, and yet it's very present and very real and very in in present time 
So I love that mm-hmm. quote. So. Yeah. And just like letters where you reread them and you find different things, right? Every time and when they, you reread yeah, them. And they affect you differently when you read them. And I've got letters that I've had for many, many, many years and many that I wish now I had saved thinking, boy, I'd like to be able to look back on that. But uh, so, so the, the letters I was telling you about that my great uncle wrote that were so good. And then I remember when I went into college and my uh, grandmother had already died. My grandmother wrote letters every single day. She was from a large family, as was my grandfather. And they, but they lived in the upper Midwest and we lived in Texas. So every day she wrote letters to members of the family. And she'd been part of a women's group when my grandfather worked for Greyhound Bus and she would write letters to the Greyhound ladies. And I just remember mm. watching, um, she always bought the prettiest stationery, and I always just envied whoever got that letter because I thought the paper was so pretty, and I still do. I still love paper. So I I always thought I wanted to be like her. I wanted to remember to stop and write letters and catch people up on what your lives are. We don't do that nearly often enough, I think, and uh, time can go by so quickly. But I've had a lot of letters in my life. I think we all have. We've had... Um, you know, I have in front of me an acceptance letter. We always, we all love acceptance yeah. letters when we've been accepted to something. And I um, had applied and, and had referrals um, to Drew University in New Jersey to do some classes for my career in camping. And I got a letter that just starts like everybody wants to read. I am happy to report that you have been admitted to the Theological School of Drew University. Wow. You know, you have been admitted to the college of your choice. You have been admitted to a social group or a club of some sort. You know, we love these these acceptance letters. Um, I know, Julie, you've spent more than a minute or two in your life as a youth director writing letters of recommendation. Yes, I have. And And... Um, I've written a lot of them, but I've also had people write a lot for me when I was intentional about wanting to do something. And occasionally they send me copies and I get to read those. And it just feels so good to have somebody that knows you really well be able to express that. And I think that's so special. So um, I never back up when somebody asked me to write something for them because I know how important that can be. Yeah, you've written letters for me. Yep. Well, we all have, and I think it's so important. Uh, One of the things I got, um, so much of my story and letters that that I'll be sharing later on are around the uh, illness and the ultimate death of my husband, John, 19 years ago. And I got wonderful, wonderful letters from people, and they were not all filled with sadness or grief, but they shared the joy that he brought into their lives. And and those were such great letters, because a lot of times it was things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. In fact, very often they would start with, particularly letters from men would start with, I don't know if you ever knew, <laughs> and then they would go on. And those were always the best yeah. uh, to share what he had meant to some people. And so, you know, one of the things we're going to be talking about as we do our workshop is letters you might want to write. Mm-hmm. You don't think about, you know, we send thank you notes sometimes, and mm-hmm. and we send welcome letters sometimes, and we send fundraising letters sometimes, mm-hmm. but we don't always just send letters to saying, I don't know if I ever told you, or, yeah. or I'm, I'm not sure if you ever knew your impact in my life. And so I, I hope we'll begin to do that. So what are some of the letters you remember, just one or two in your life that 
receiving. Yeah, definitely from my grandparents because that's the those are the first people to write you when when you're younger. So those those are very very special letters that I still have. Um, you know, I went on the walk to Emmaus and and I have letters. I was a youth director at the time. Really, my favorite letters are letters that I get from youth. Oftentimes when when they're not youth anymore, young adults or old adults, well, not old adults, but older adults, um, you know, sharing something that, you know, usually they'll they'll they will tell me about something I don't actually even remember. Like, remember this time you said this or did this? No, I actually don't. But like the impact it made. So um, those are really special, special letters to to receive, you know. Letters from my kids from boot camp. There's no mail in my life I've ever been as excited to receive than than those letters because, you know, I learned when my first time went to boot camp that they have this, that the post office has an app and you can see the mail you're going to get that day. It has pictures of the mail you're going to get. And I learned that from other, you know, military mamas that, you know. Um, and so, oh, I just remember the first time I ever saw that in my in my email, I was shopping with my mom. We were at the market early one morning, and I, I just squealed. Well, I'm getting a letter <laughs> from boot camp. So, um, yeah, you know, the older you get, the the less fun the mail, mail usually is. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah. those. Well, I know you mentioned your grandparents, and I know my grandfather um, lived well into his 90s, and he used to write to me when I was in college. And I couldn't read most of it, maybe every third or fourth word. But the fact that he wrote to me, this 90-something-year-old man in Waxahachie, Texas, Mm. sat down and scribbled on whatever piece of paper he could find Mm -hmm. uh, just because he wanted to keep in touch and to let me know that I was important to him. And I remember, you know, you could make out the word cows and maybe the tomatoes, so you knew he was talking about the farm, but... Mm -hmm. uh, Incredible, incredible letters. You mentioned going on the walk to Emmaus, and I remember I still have at least one of my notebooks letters that John and I wrote to each other when we went on marriage encounter, and that's a weekend where couples can go and they sit through talks and then they write letters to each other. And uh, I was an accomplished letter writer, whatever that means, because I'd written letters my whole life because I learned to do that from my family. My husband was not so much, and it was very hard for him. And so that made his words even more special because I knew it took a lot of thought. And and after that, he really learned to love writing letters, and he ended up writing letters to his kids, which as they grew up became very important Mm -hmm. to him. So those are things I've always been I think I've told you I've always been uh, interested when people write letters to their as yet unborn children or as yet unborn grandchildren. And, you know, just the thoughts and the and the praises and the blessings that can go into that. So another letter that I received that um, was so precious to me, my husband was estranged from his son much of his life. And a year after John passed away, I got a letter from his son talking about how difficult it had been to not come when John was dying, but telling me that in that year he had been changed so much by the thought of John and all the things that people had said about him and how much he was loved and how much John loved God. Mm. and that he had not been in the church very long, but what he had told me was, I think you know that my dad and I were baptized on the same day when he was a little boy, 
And so in that letter, he said, I'm so sorry I didn't come, but I want you to know that since then, um, I have returned to church and I've been very mm-hmm. active and I really want to be the father to my kids that, that I know I can be. And I'm so sorry I couldn't tell that to dad. And, oh, you know, wow. I was able to respond to him and say, you know, you can tell your dad he's there. He can hear you. So, you know, that was a letter that I never thought I'd receive, mm-hmm. but was so precious. So very, very That's precious beautiful. to me. And I think those are not the kinds of things very often. I'm sure he could have never picked up the phone and called me and told me all that. But he was able to put it in a letter. And mm. it made such a difference. And I treasure that one. That's so, beautiful. You know, so many. That's so beautiful. So many. Um, I know we were, I was in a group not long ago and a lady was saying, you know, she really had some things she wanted to say to her sister, but it had been a long time since the conversation that they'd had. And I, I told her about a letter that I got about almost a year after John died. And it was from a very dear friend of mine whose kids had worked for us at camp, Maggie Freeze. Some of you might know Maggie. And Maggie had intentionally said, I've taken a long time to write because I really wanted to think about it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't write because they either don't know what to say or whatever. And I love the fact that she'd intentionally thought about it for a long time. And what she wanted to share was how um, working with us at camp had affected her children. And she used the most wonderful... um, metaphors. Um, I remember that she said John was a lot like a a rider. They were horse people. And she said he was like a rider and he could guide the kids just with the gentle pressure of his presence, much like a rider guides a horse with the gentle pressure of their Mm -hmm. knees. And I just thought, what an amazing thing that she'd been able to come up with that. And I thought, I want to be that creative to be able to write those kinds of things. Yeah, I think um, those letters of reflection reflecting back from a time you know quite some time ago are are really special I I know and you know this during the time that I had cancer I I went through a period of writing letters to people not I didn't think I was dying I wasn't dying but I think I was isolated I had I couldn't leave (laughs) right um and um you know, some of the people that I, I found some of them recently, some of the people that I, that I happen to write to and to be able to, um, show them that gratitude and to be able to reflect and realize what a big influence they were or, or something that they had done in my life and to be able to circle back and go and, and tell them just, you know, one of them, I had lunch with a friend of mine who, when I was with the County was my assistant and she was wonderful and she's still wonderful and lovely. But one of the letters I wrote was to her parents. Like, I want you to know how great, you know, your daughter is and here's what she's, you know, what she's done and what she's meant. Um, and I said to her today, I go, do you know I wrote your parents? She said, I, know, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, years ago I wrote, you know, just thinking about that. And so sometimes I think, and I'm, I, I'm guilty of this so often, someone keeps flashing through your mind or periodically does, you know, I think, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder if they know this or whatever. And so really to take, that's, that's a goal of mine for this letter writing workshop is to really be thinking about those people that um, came across my path and, and however long ago and to be able to to take the time to write it and express that to them because it's meant a lot to me throughout the years people that have expressed that I had an uh, opportunity this last spring when my brother passed away Um, the church that we grew up in Wesley United Methodist in Dallas Texas um, had a very active youth group particularly the year my brother was going years he was going through and 
one of them had been very intentional about maintaining an email list. And so the news goes out, and I finally gotten on the list too. But when he died, when my brother died, I sent them an email and just said, you know, this has happened, and this is his wife's address and whatever. And this is my address currently because my address changes a lot. So I got the most wonderful letters from kids that I haven't seen in 60 years. Wow. Um, well, not kids anymore, I guess, but telling me how much things they remembered about my brother and and how much they'd admired his gifts and talents. And he was a musician and how fun he was. He was always the biggest kid around, so he was the gentle giant. But just to remember that those were the kids that we grew up with and that mm-hmm. they took the time to sit down and, and write to me. And then to share, I had shared online, you know, what I was doing. And it was during the time I was in pastoring a church and just, you know, the thoughts about that. And then what are they doing? And it just meant so much. And then I talked to my sister-in-law and she said, I also got the most beautiful letters from people from that church to me about Mm. about her husband so wow you know we don't know we don't know when I like you said when the thought comes or the fleeting thought of somebody you know we need to take that God I think God does that on purpose that that's somebody needs to hear from me sometimes however it's the letter I just need to write Mm -hmm. Uh, and we've talked about that sometimes you just need to write a letter don't always need to mail it (laughs) so those are the letters I remember reading that that um, Abraham Lincoln wrote lots and lots of letters to his political and military people during the war and uh, very often never mailed them because Mm -hmm. he just needed to get it out of him Mm -hmm. he didn't necessarily need to inflict it on others so that's good therapy I I, I think there's probably a, a place a journal somewhere that you can keep those things in. But I think it's important that we do that. I've heard so many people talk about, well, my handwriting isn't what it was. Mm -hmm. And we all know that. And that's Mm -hmm. true. But the thing about letters, as opposed to emails, is that it is a slowing down to write. Mm -hmm. Most of us, our hands don't work as quickly as our brains. Mm -hmm. So um, we do need to take our time and write. But I understand, and I've been reading about the the benefits of letter writing is that that slows your heartbeat and it also can bring down your, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, blood pressure. So mm-hmm. I think just thinking about letters and, and we're not going to encourage everybody to get into a letter writing campaign, although those can be fun if mm-hmm. they're done right. Yeah. Uh, but to think about people that might benefit from hearing or like, you know, I love when somebody really helps me either on the phone or in a store Mm -hmm. to jot a thank you note and mail it to the manager of that store and I've actually gone back in and had people say I can't believe you mailed a letter and yeah you're the one because I would say I'm the one that did you know and what that must mean to them to be affirmed in that way yeah um that's that's funny that's funny I we there's a restaurant that you know frequented uh with my then husband and we came in one time and the the waiter said we 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 hung that up that's on the bulletin board back there it's like they don't expect that you know I was thinking is about um you know I do the prayer chain for the church and people submit prayer requests and then they go out for the people who pray for them and a couple years ago well I live in a time warp so maybe more than a couple years ago we had a young lady um and I can't even oh it came to me through a cousin that uh, um, someone from her community, this was in Utah, 
a teenager had been hit by a drunk driver. She lost her legs. She was, you know, um, is a pretty uh, traumatic event for her. Her name was Sarah. And um, it really touched a lot of people. You know, we would we would send updates out. And um, at one point, um, people said, you know, can can we can we send cards? And so I I sent I did put out the information and it turned out a lot more people than I even realized had had sent letters and we and we had sent a prayer shawl and and different things and you know it was very very touching to the parents to say we don't even know them we don't even know you you know they they actually didn't even know my cousin that told me about him but it's just um how that got how that got them through such a difficult difficult time and I thought wow that's really cool people that took the time uh, many of them from the church that you know to do that and to write these right. words of encouragement and right. they do matter. I think yeah. we've all been involved in those kinds of things. Uh, just a year or so ago, a, a friend of mine in Alabama, their children had conjoined twins, and so for the first year it was just heck, and they they were in hospitals all the time, and they said that the children's hospital where they spent most of the year got thousands upon thousands of letters from all over the world, people who had picked this up off Facebook and oh, are new. Wow. And what that did f- just for the general attitude in the hospital to wow. see every day stacks of letters. And um, they shared them with a lot of the patients and all the patients kind of got behind it. And I just think, you know, we don't, I think, give enough weight or credit to what something that small can do. Yeah, um, yeah. I mentioned, you know, we've all talked about our handwriting. You know, one of the things we want to talk about in this workshop is our stationery. Probably everybody listening to this has a box of stationery in their house, maybe unopened for yeah. all these years. Um, I think it's so much like so many things in our lives. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to get the nice stuff out. I'll just use this yellow lined pad and I'll jot a note or something like that. But um, I think there's so many pieces about this, the more I've gotten into it, the more excited I am about all the different things about some handwriting, maybe calligraphy will be something we can do. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about stamps and mm-hmm. and the mail service. And what does that mean? I think back to when my father was in the military in the war, if he mailed a letter, it was weeks sometimes before yeah. my mother got yeah. it, where now, you know, it's a, you know, they send an email and you get it in 10 seconds. But I had a letter um, that I'll share during the workshop. A, a bishop that I worked for in Alabama years later sent me a lovely card that he said, you know, as I'm going through and thinking about the people that I've worked with over the years, I just wanted to tell you, you know, and I'm sure he probably wrote a lot of those kind of letters, but he was very specific about the things that we had done together that meant a lot to him. And I think that's something a, a letter just really feels personal mm-hmm. that that this is somebody's handwriting. And I know you're probably the same way. The sight of my mother's handwriting to this day, Mm -hmm. uh, the sight of my husband's handwriting to this day Mm -hmm. uh, is just so special. Yeah. And those are things technology can't give me. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there are so, like we said with this workshop, there's so, when we got to thinking about this letter, this whole thing, there are just so many so many special things, which is why we're like, this is not going to be a, a a few weeks. Like this is we're gonna we're gonna do this journey for a year, and kind of um, 
get a chance to really dive into a lot of different aspects of this. Um, so I'm really excited about um, about this. And we once once we start getting our eyes diz together, we start bouncing around and all kinds of fun things. But what are you most looking forward to in the workshop as you think about it? Um, I think for me it is I'm always looking for fun, so I think it'll be fun. I know you all did a storytelling one last year, and I think these kinds of letter things will bring people's stories out, and I love hearing people's stories. I think what I'm looking forward to, though, is hearing the response. What what do they hear back if they write a letter to somebody? What do they hear back, and whose life will that change? And, you know, it's like... I know one year you wrote letters, I think, during Lent, 40 mm-hmm. letters to mm-hmm. people in your life. Yeah. And that made me say, well, I'm going to, I may not get 40, but I can crank out a couple. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm looking for. I always love knowing how the ripples go out. Yes. And yeah. where they go and what we hear back. And I always am excited when someone says, I took a big leap of faith and I called or I wrote or something. And you won't believe what happened. This person was so glad to hear from me and whatever. And I think that's it, that we reconnect with each other in new ways. You know, we've all gone through a horrendous time the last few years with the epidemic of being isolated. And I know that some people took up letter writing during that time because they had nothing else to do. I'm always impressed when I hear uh, celebrities talk, when you think they've got secretaries and they talk about writing their own letters. Um, I was... Just yesterday, listening to an interview with George Clooney, and he talked about he and his wife and all write to each other when they're separated. Mm. Um, yeah, I just think that's an important letter. So, you know, we'll talk about some of the important letters in history, letters from spiritual people, or um, I mentioned Abraham Lincoln. You think back to the civil rights, the letters, uh, letters from a, the Birmingham jail that Martin Luther King wrote that changed a lot yeah. of things and letters that get written that change things and then you know the letters that don't get written because sometimes they don't need to um as we've gone through i think we've identified 25 or 30 different kinds of letters Mm -hmm. and um yeah and and some of them are profound and serious and some of them are silly and i i've thought about we all get a dear john letter of some sort (laughs) it may not be a dear john but you you're kindly invited to be excluded (laughs) from now on and i think well okay some of us need to write dear john letters sometimes to ourselves i'm i'm going to um i'm going to stop being involved with my tendency to do a certain thing so i need to write myself a dear john letter (laughs) saying you know you're no longer welcome to be part of my life you know we've talked about thank you letters we're going to do a letter to santa i think Mm -hmm. we're thinking about you know all the different things that we can write love letters probably at at valentine and love letters can be so many different things Mm -hmm. they don't have to be romantic love so i'm just excited because i know if you and i've come up with 25 or 30 that the creative people out there that'll join us will come up with another more and we'll just have a really really good time so many more yeah and we're going to be tying every time we meet into paul's letters exactly and uh i think which are still relevant for they us are. today they very much yeah. they're, they're what what did the quote say they're a letter to you yeah with yeah. your name on it yeah yeah um i recently got involved looking for books and things on letters and stumbled over a book uh, a young relatively young author lives in vermont and she wrote a book of letters a 
um, to St. Francis of Assisi. Yeah. And they're in poetry form and they're lovely. And I was delighted that um, I was going to be in a place where I had a chance to get to meet her. And I, so I contacted her and did meet her. And it was just so neat to hear her background and why she'd written these letters and just about a lot of different things. And I think it's just another thing. Letters are an extension of our story and our stories are just so important and so interesting. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I'm mostly looking forward to the ways they not only connect us with each other to the ones who are going to receive the letters of the letters that we receive. Um, but you know, just connecting us to a deeper part of our own selves, you know, because to really slow down enough and, and to, to, um, dig deep inside ourselves to to write those letters and and part of it I think are hard letters we have hard letters to write and fun letters to write and so I make I'm looking forward to those those connections and to like you say what what ripples what what that sets into motion I think we can all think of examples of letters we've written that like oh I didn't mean for that to set all that into motion for <laughs> for, for good or for bad and so um, yeah. I think it's going to be a wonderful journey. I, I think I hear sometimes when people say, you know, if you could write a letter to your 13-year-old self, what would you say? And I think that's an important letter to look at. Who I was then, things I wish I'd heard, things I, you know, I hear so often is don't take yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. You'll get through this. Yeah. And I think, you know, any 13-year-old needs to hear that. So. That's a country song right there. It I'm actually sure is. <laughs> it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So so um, we have some time. We're going to be doing um, some a series, a short series now, uh, talking about letters. Um, and as we go through this year-long journey together, we hope to be able to bring more people in to be able to talk about sharing letters. So it's also an invitation right now. It's time to start gathering those letters up out of the boxes and books and, uh, you know, treasure chests or wherever you keep them and, and start, start gathering together and getting them all in one place. Um, because, uh, we can't wait to, to be a part of that and to go on a journey. Um, and you have having just your, in a, time of transition so you're going multiple places to gather your letters up right yeah, now yeah so we we want to encourage everyone out there to be be um, looking for those letters to be um you know hopefully being a part of there'll be more coming soon we're going to kick it off in december right with with letters to santa of of course which might have been the first letter that many of us wrote i found my kids it was to the tooth fairy there so <laughs> And the tooth is still in there, but, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. Any other thoughts that we want to leave them with as we prepare them, uh, to consider going on this journey with us? Oh, I think just, just accept this invitation to come and get as involved as you want, go as deep as you want. This is not, you know, trying to pry you, pry from you, your deep, dark secrets. It's a chance to, help you just listen to how much God loves you and to learn how to share that love with other people. I think that's the biggest thing we, we've got to just keep sharing and keep sharing and keep sharing. And that's what this church at least has always been known for and well-respected for is making everyone feel welcome and loved and valued for their story. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'm very excited for this journey with you. And um, this is a project. I, I don't. We are going to get letters with this project. I hope so. <laughs> but hopefully the hopefully the right kinds of projects. So uh, more to come on that um, and this journey together. And um, yeah, with that, would you like to close us in prayer, Phyllis? I'd be happy to. It'd be my honor. God of us all. We are grateful for this time that I've gotten to spend with my good friend Julie and just thinking about ways to take the letters of Paul, those important letters to the churches, the early churches, and to bring them forward to this present day as we learn how to live in this world. Lord, we ask for your blessings on this intentional journey that we want to take with people, learning to write letters and bless others and inform others and just enjoy others. So we ask you that those who you would prefer hear this message, that you would let them and that they will respond to us. We are grateful for the beautiful day we've had, for the blessings of this day, and for the love that you share with us each and every day. Amen. Amen. Thank you, fellas. 